Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives. And you're listening to a mini episode. Oh my god! What? Doesn't that sometimes, when you're doing that like whole spiel bit, doesn't it sometimes feel like a tongue twister? Yeah. Like sometimes my words get like mashed up. I have to make sure that I'm like speaking all the way through my lips. The tip of the tongue and the teeth? Well, the, the, the tip of the tongue and the teeth. That's what they always used to tell us I to know, enunciate. I know, I know. That's why I'm laughing because I've heard it so many times. Red leather, leather, <laughs> red leather, leather yellow, yellow leather, leather, lavender leather is one that my teacher told me. This was a really fun way to start this episode. Hi, guys. Hi, what's Welcome. up? If guys. you didn't notice... Your usual What's in the News episode is now on Fridays. It's on Friday, you guys. So tell your friends and family that we are now on Fridays. I really hope that no one just, like, started, like, just rage stopped. Like, rage stopped listening. Like, I didn't get an episode today. I'm done. done. Canceled. Yeah. You're canceled. Finished. Unsubscribe. Guys, we put it on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, then it's your fault. My mom doesn't follow us on Instagram, so she never knows what's going on. So she'll call me and be like, wait, what? Where what is, is it? happening? Um, guys, this just worked out better with our schedules. Yeah. When it came down to it, it just made I have, more sense for yeah, us to do it this way. So. I have Thursdays off. I can meet Keegan at like a semi-normal hour. Yeah, we're not like as slap happy and tired, although... I am right now. <laughs> although you wouldn't know it. Considering right now it's only like 6.30 and we're acting like this. I know. I had like two small glasses of wine and I'm acting like I've had like four. I mean, and your glasses of wine were so small. They're really like one glass of wine. Can I try your jalapeno thing? I made um, jalapeno infused vodka with the jalapenos I grow in my garden. Oh my God, Keegan. It's good, right? That is beautiful. Why Why does my phone do this? It's beeping or it's dinging, but I have it on silent. Do not disturb, girl. That's do what not, I do. That's what I'm going to do right now. Do not disturb. All right. Okay. So, so we've got some stuff for you guys. We what, should do. We, should we start with the fires? I mean, for us as LA people, it is pretty devastating. Well, um, I mean, they're saying that it's like one of the worst fires, like, nationally in a really long time and i think it is the most deadly fire in california it's bad you guys uh, which <laughs> they just said that like last year that the fires that we had last year were the most Do you deadly. remember the ones it wasn't this past summer but the summer before yes oh my yes. god I, I went to a friend's party and it was like in north hollywood and like one of the higher levels and we were just sit outside and like watch you could- the ash come down no, we could see the fire. Oh, yeah. We could see the fire, and it felt like we were sitting in front of a bonfire. We could feel the heat and everything, yeah, and it was here's, crazy. Here's the thing, guys. If you are not from Southern California, um, we have had so many wildfires in yeah. the last two or three years, because recently, also, we had fires in Burbank. I remember driving towards those. Yeah. Um, and that's where I live. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. I mean, we have had so many fires. Just last year, I feel like they said that those were the most deadly fires that we yeah. had. Well, they're saying this is the deadliest fire of the century it's, in the it's entire nation. really bad. And not to harp on this issue, but 
fucking global warming, you guys. Yeah. Like, climate change is... It's going to continue to get worse yeah. with these fires if we don't do anything about climate and change. And we should be harping on the issue. It needs to be continued. It, it should be discussed. Yes, especially when we have a president who's coming out and saying that, like, we oh, are... Oh, we really need better, like, fire controls. Like, shut the fuck up, asshole. Yeah, he, uh, Trump tweeted, so this fire started, I believe, on Friday or Saturday? So, yeah, it was on Friday or so Saturday. It's, it's been, like, almost a week. Right. It's crazy. I mean, the amount of people that I've known or have heard about where they've had to evacuate their homes and everything, it's it's horrible. I mean, so far, 56 people have been killed by this fire, and there's, like, 300 people that are just unaccounted for. I've heard that number has gone down to about 130, but, like, there's people out there that we just don't know where they are or yeah. what's going on. I, I need to stress how devastating this fire is. I realize that the way this episode started, it can kind of feel like we're acting a little nonchalant about it. Um, We are not at all. This fire is massive. I am from um, the city of Springfield, Missouri, which is by no means a massive city, but it is not a small town. And my mom shared something with me today that showed that the fires in comparison to Springfield, it's like three Springfields is yeah. how far this fire has stretched. It, the yeah, well, life... there's there's kind of two fires going on. There's right. the Camp Fire and there's Woolsey. Yes. And Woolsey has 98,362 acres have burned. And for the Camp Fire, it's 140,000 acres have burned. Um, it's just astronomical. It's crazy. Yes, and... So it's so far reaching, and there are so many effects of this fire um, beyond obviously the devastating loss of life. There is the loss of homes, homes yeah. just completely burnt to the ground, mm-hmm. businesses completely burnt to the ground. Um, we were just, uh, I was just laying on top of a box, a, a, a bunch of boxes, which I'll share to yeah. my, my Instagram because we are accepting donations for. Um, animals because yeah. all of the shelters are are full because the shelters had to be evacuated. Yeah. Um, I've heard there's people like there's people that are like setting up camp like in Walmart parking lots yes, even. Yes. Like it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's devastating. People have lost everything. Their yeah. homes, you know, all of the food that they have like yeah. it is truly truly devastating and we are all Luckily, I'm surrounded by such wonderful, like, giving people, everyone I know is really trying to pitch in. I could barely get into Keegan's door. I was like, you have a couple packages. There were, like, four huge boxes in front of the door. And then I walk in, and there's, like, another, like, six or seven huge boxes inside. I I literally had to um, move boxes and climb over boxes to get in my front door because we requested donations for, um, the animals for the shelters and people delivered. So it's, um, I can't believe that so many people came through. It was was actually mostly one person. So shout out to you, Sarah Arnoff, for being so awesome. Because most of that is she ordered on Amazon and had it delivered here. Wow. It was incredible. So have you heard about the Malibu wines, like safari and that whole conflict? I'm not so, sure. So there's a place called Malibu Wines. They do these safaris, and they're facing a lot of criticism because they have all of these, like, safari animals. Specifically, they have this giraffe named Stanley who was in The Hangover 3. Okay. and Famous giraffe. Famous giraffe. A lot of celebrities are really upset about this because they did not evacuate their animals. Oh, my God. They are claiming that they were pushed to a central area to protect them. But then there were three pigs that died because they weren't kept in the same area as the famous giraffe. 
and three pigs died. That's fucked up. Oh, it's awful. Like, it's, I've, my friend Erica has been posting a lot about it, which kind of got me interested in looking into more about it. But yeah, they have all of these, like, safari animals that have not been evacuated. They're claiming that they're in safer areas, but it's like, if you need to be evacuated, then so do those animals. Absolutely. And they need to find a better place to be. Like, I would think that there would be other zoos or other places where you could hold them. I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't know. But I would, I would like to think that there's other places that they could be contained. Yes, um, absolutely. I mean, and... Because they are so defenseless, you guys. Like, we get the text alerts on our phones. We are able to see what's going on and, and pick ourselves up and move. But these animals, they don't know what's going on. I've seen these heartbreaking photos of dogs and cats and right. just... Like, and wild animals as well. You have yes. to understand... I, I saw something recently that was like... Um, listen, you're probably going to get wild animals in your backyard. Yeah. Leave them alone. Give them space. Put out food and water for them because they just lost their homes. Yeah. I mean, their homes just burnt down. Exactly. Essentially. And um, I almost felt not bad, but like when so many people need help. Anthony and I kind of chose a different route in like, you know, trying to help the shelters but and that's fund the, the shelters. Thing is but that like people Although they have had a devastating loss and this week has been awful for them, there are, there are animals out there who right. cannot defend themselves at and all. And that's kind of where Anthony and I were coming from because not only did the shelters have to be evacuated and put into other shelters, putting them at mass, max capacity, but also um, people's own pets. You know, yeah. they're fleeing. They're having to stay who knows where because that, they can't stay in their homes. So that having just to- makes me, like, I just think about Dorothy and I just think about her being scared mm-hmm. and not knowing what's going on. Like, when we had that big fire a couple summers ago... I set up all of her paperwork. I put it in a backpack because, like, she's my baby. You know what I mean? Like, that dog is, like, everything to me. And she doesn't have the same understanding of what's going on as I do. Yeah, Anthony and I did a similar thing whenever we were like, we really need to have a a go bag for, like, earthquakes and things. Because at the time, we have two cats. We only had one cat carrier you know, that we would, like, switch on and off because usually they don't have to go to yeah. the vet at the same time. We were like, we need to get two. We need to make sure that we have a plan because our animals are our family. They and are. And we could not just leave them. Of course not. You know, it's... Of course not. So, yeah. So the fires have been devastating. It's been kind of an interesting thing to watch go down on social media. Somebody yeah. who, like, lives here and can literally smell the fire. Yeah. And see it, you yeah. know, on on the sky. Um the way that it's been politicized on social media and in the news as this how they've managed to make a wildfire a left right talking point is, is insane. bananas. It's bananas. Um and the fact if that I'm gonna use my catchphrase, it's bonkers. bonkers. It's bonkers, you guys. It's just also crazy to me that Donald Trump is able to disparage firefighters who are yeah. risking and losing yeah. their lives and working around the clock to put out yeah. these fires. And it's just like your well, base is supposed to believe in law enforcement and military and firefighters as these like American heroes. And, and now for he's you denying it to disparage them. And your well, base he not wants, do anything. He wants to like withhold federal aid Fuck for them. You. Like that's so stupid. You know well, what you could do? Fun fucking climate change research. You yeah. asshole. 
motherfucker. Like, Jesus, we're on fire. <laughs> we are on fire. He's going to be here on Saturday Fucking to meet with the victims. Him. If I was a wildfire victim and Donald Trump showed up, I'd be like, fuck you, Straight asshole. Up. It's California. He's going to get more than a more than a few fuck yous. Yeah, more than a few. Um, it's awful. But he is going to be here on Saturday. Ugh. So everybody Fantastic. Traffic's going to be great. Traffic's going to be wonderful. Um, so for Campfire, so far there have been 56 fatalities and 10,321 structures have been destroyed. For the Wolseley Fire, there have been three fatalities and 435 structures have been destroyed, but there are 57,000 in danger. So uh, keep, you know, Southern California and your thoughts. Um, I've been really worried about a lot of people that I know that live in those areas. Please make sure that you're safe and that you're taking the necessary steps to keep yourself safe. Also, if you are not from here and you feel like you want to help because it is really devastating and tragic right now. I mean, if you don't understand the scope of how bad it is, definitely Google like before and afters because yeah, there are it's towns. Insane. There's one place. It was a, a town called Paradise, uh, California, that is literally wiped out. The entire yeah. town is completely wiped out, which is unusual even for a um, wildfire. But if you feel like you need to do something, um, there are definitely organizations that can help. Look for people out here. I know, like Anthony and I, there are also other people who are offering to accept donations and drive them around and drop them off definitely. and do all of that work. So, you know, at least if you can, donate to some relief. Yeah. It's hard because, like, my boss donated a bunch of money and it ended up being fraudulent. And money right now they they're having a hard time knowing what to do with the money but if you are sending goods of any kind i feel like that's kind of the best thing there are ways to send care packages right. uh with food right. and mean, other things like and that now with amazon as we've seen like with yeah. Am- amazon has made it so easy if you want to send a particular item yeah especially if you have prime it'll get to the person in one or two days and um they can deliver that right away you'll have an, an emailed receipt you can even use it on your taxes as a donation yeah so just something to keep in mind if if you want to try and help out. Definitely. Um, All right. What okay. should we talk about next? Do you so, want to talk about Trump in France? Yes. Let's talk about Trump going to France. Tell me about it because I don't so. really know much. Teach me things. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll do that. Um, so Trump traveled to France uh, for ceremonies hosted by the Prime Minister of France, Macron. Macron? Uh, Macron. Emmanuel Macron, honoring the or marking the 100th anniversary of the end of World War One. So... During this, Trump was in France for Veterans Day. And in general, typically, uh, the President of the United States will do something to honor veterans on Veterans Day. I mean, clearly. Typically. Typically. So he was supposed to go to um, the Aine-Marne, I want to say that, uh, okay. Aine-Marne American Cemetery at the foot of the hill where the Battle of Below Wood was fought. And I guess there were a lot of American fatalities at yeah. this cemetery, so he was supposed to go kind of pay his respects, right. honor that. Didn't want to go because it was raining. And he <sighs> didn't want to get wet. It would mess up the few hairs that he has Ex- on his head. That's how I feel. I feel like it's like a cotton candy situation where, like, <laughs> as soon as it got wet, it would just, it just disintegrate. Melts. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about his He's hair. He's like, the American public can't know that my hair will disintegrate. We know. We can see it. We get it. Trust um, me. It's not, it's not like it's not obvious. So he tried to defend himself a couple of days later because he was getting major fucking blowback on yeah. this. Obviously, it's 
Yeah. Veterans Day. Again, you are supposed to be, like, backing the veterans, the firefighters, exactly. the cops, and you're just completely, like, abolishing all of that? Right. Like, and and people showed video of, like, Obama standing in torrential rainfall yes. during Veterans Day to honor veterans. Yep. Um, to give a speech to honor veterans. So this was ridiculous. And yeah. he basically came back and was like, once he saw the blowback he was getting, he kind of came back and was like, um, I wanted to drive, but the Secret Service said that it was too far away and, like, we couldn't make it happen and, like, we couldn't fly because of the weather. And the Secret- I love your Donald Trump impression. Thank you. We, it's- like, couldn't drive. We, like, couldn't it's like do if it. Donald Trump was in Clueless. <laughs> but Can you imagine? You- Ugh, ew. Um, but as if he was saying like that he couldn't do all this stuff. And then there was somebody who had like previously worked either in the secret service or in some kind of something um, like that, some, something like that for a previous president who was like, they were nowhere near the levels. The weather was nowhere near the yeah. levels that it needed to be for them to not be able to fly. Yeah. So that's uh, fucking yeah. not true. Um, so he had kind of a contentious visit with uh, Macron, Macron while he was there. And while he was there, Macron said, patriotism is the exact opposite of nationalism. Nationalism is a betrayal of patriotism by saying our interest first, who cares about the others? Yeah, And this was in direct, it was kind of like a direct hit at Donald yeah. Trump because Donald Trump has come out and said that he considers himself a nationalist, Yeah, which is... Very scary wording because Very. we tend to associate nationalists with white nationalists. Exactly, they've kind of co-opted that yep. term. So for him to publicly come out and say that is really kind of disturbing. It's very disturbing. So Macron kind of came out and was basically not so subtly like, "We denounce that." Yeah. And so since then, Trump has been in kind of a Twitter feud with France. Of course, a Twitter feud with France. <laughs> And Macron has kind of come out and said, like... Our president, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, absolutely. You voted for him. This Absol- is what you it's, get. It's really embarrassing. Like, our... Um, so, Macron kind of came out and said, we are not going to respond to this. Yeah. I don't do... I don't do politics over Twitter, is basically what he said. And he said, this is a very American form of politics. So, if yeah. you ever wonder what other countries think of us, they think of it's American politics as starting fights over Twitter. Twitter yep. feuds is yep. American politics now. So fun. Yeah. Very let's let's very chew fun. on that. Let's let it just marinate for a um, second. Other fun things about Trump kind of recently is he came out after the midterms and was like, this was a huge win. Huge win. Huge. It was huge. Huge. Huge win, huge win for the Republicans. And it became very clear very quickly that that was not the case. Yeah. And he kind of like spoke out of turn. Yeah. And this is my favorite thing that I've heard in a while. Theresa May, who's the prime minister of England, yeah. she called Trump while... I, I fucking love this. It's just, like, such shade. She, like, called Trump while he was in France and was like, congratulations on that... On that on big that win. Huge win you guys had. Yeah. <laughs> because the, the she... huge win. She very clearly knew that it was not a win and yeah. that he's kind of freaking out yeah. right now. And he was, like, apparently super pissed about it. Yeah. Like, aides to either him or her. Her. Aides to Theresa May were like, yeah, they had, like, a fucking... He, she, he was, like, screaming at her. Uh, because, obviously, it yeah. was a dig at him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I a very it. passive-aggressive dig, which Girl, love I think you. is hilarious. Okay. So, speaking of the UK, let's talk about the Spice Girls. I'm afraid to. I know. 
girl. Because I know it's bad. I know. I know. And I really wanted to do them as like a feminist fave or something, which I, I think that they are still. Well, but you know what? I think they would have fallen under the category of problematic feminist fave anyway. Probably. So... Uh, Ms. Mel B, Melanie Chisholm, Jerry Horner, and Emma Bunton, a.k.a. Scary, Sporty, Ginger, and Baby, not Posh. Posh tries to keep her shit clean. She's, she's like, like she uh-uh. out of this shit. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to do this. Um, I had an eyelash. Sorry, I had to make a wish. So they have come out. So they were all about girl power. That was the whole It was a huge thing. deal. Girl power. Every photo of me from the ages five through seven are me on one peace knee sign. with two peace signs Hell out. yeah. There's a, another picture of me where I have, like, the two little, like, pigtails on top of my head with the peace sign and, like, no teeth and my two front teeth because I wanted to be a Spice Girl all the I time. I fucking... I owned so many Spice Girl, like, I would clothing get items. The lollipops, the journals. The notebooks, the clothes. My sweater with Spice World on it was my most treasured item. I mean, I was obsessed. Same. Spice World was amazing. my shit. Yes. I would, amazing. I would make my mom and like her friends, like my mom's like 40 something friends, play Spice Girls with me. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, you're going to be scary. You're going to be sporty. I'm going to be baby. Because if I was with my friends, I always had to be sporty because I had brown hair. Um, I so, was clearly scary. scary. Yeah. that's so sad it's like I just want to be baby it's okay I liked her she was my favorite anyway she was my least favorite when I was little and she's like my most favorite I love her anyway so their whole thing was girl power that was their like the basis upon their entire career and now they are people power fuck you Honestly. I can't. I said the Chikigan when I saw it. I was like, you just all lives mattered girl power. I mean, here's the thing. I believe in people power. I think people power is amazing. Yeah. I think the power, you know, all the power to the people. Power to the people. Precisely. I think it's amazing. I'm all for people power. However, I feel like why can't people power be its own thing? Why does it need to take over girl power? Girl power was such an empowering thing and for young girls. And we need it now. And we needed it then. And yeah. for, it, I feel like, especially in the 90s, girl power was such a revolutionary concept that was right. so awesome. And they represented all different types of women. And yeah. that's what was so cool about them. Like, they had just, like, a little bit of everything. And they were so funny and lovely. And their music was so catchy. And, like, oh, I love this. I know. So I mean, and so but to kind of, like, it, I feel like it diminishes... It does. ...what we had. It does. It with, totally does. With girl power in the 90s. It That was huge to me. Huge. To be, to be able to be, like, a little girl and be able to be, like, girl, girl power. power. It was a big deal. Yeah. You know, so I'm kind of... Really bummed out. Well, this is what Miss Baby Spice has to say. She goes, it's people power. We're about equality and bringing everyone together. And I feel like it's kind of like when we talk about feminism and yes. people talk about it like, oh, well, then you hate men. It's why, that same why thing. Why can't it be humanism? Exactly. Yeah. Where it's like, it's not about diminishing the power of other people. It's about helping a group that has typically been... Disenfranchised. Disenfranchised. And helping bring them up to bring equality. We are not at a place in time where we can say people power because people are equal. We're not in that point right Right. now. Girl power in 2018 would have been epic and beautiful and such a statement. So the fact that they're kind of retracting on that is really frustrating I really feel like it doesn't have to detract from anything else. It's kind of the same thing that happened whenever Michelle Obama got up there and said, black girl magic. Like, just because 
black girl magic is a thing does not mean that all girls aren't magical. What it means is that we are going to focus on a group of girls who have... You know, traditionally, like they didn't have that. Traditionally, historically, been treated like they weren't as beautiful or magical. Yeah, like that's all that means. Exactly, and it's the same thing with girl power. It's like saying black girl magic doesn't mean take anything away from other girls. Saying girl power doesn't take anything away from other humans. Yeah, you know, it it doesn't have to be that way. I agree. It's very frustrating that. They've backtracked on that. It's really upsetting. It really pissed me off because, man, I love the Spice Girls. Well, I don't have any notes on this, but I feel like we need to talk about it. Um, There's going to be a Toy Story 4. What the F? I didn't see Toy Story 3. I've tried. I've tried a lot of times. It came out the year that I graduated high school and, like, all my friends saw and were, like, super stoned and cried. cried. Well, because it was literally, like, we grew up with Andy and it was the same year that we graduated high school. So it was, like, this weird thing. But, like, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it, like, years later. And I I think it was because I was, like, babysitting, too, that I wasn't able to really focus on it. But I was just kind of, like, it didn't get me like the first two did. Oh, God. It got me good. And... I loved it. And but I But it loved- was supposed to be the end. Exactly. I love all of Toy Story. I love Toy Story 1. I love Toy Story 2. I, I love, love Toy, Toy Story, Story 3. I love it. I am into it. When I found out there was a Toy Story 4, I was like, listen, we had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. We're good. We're it was good. wrapped up. The story was told. I yeah. don't understand. <laughs> and apparently there's going to be a Toy Story 5. They signed what to the do fuck? Stop. two more. Done. Stop and stop. I'm Done. very annoyed about it. Like, I'm Guys, irrationally very stop mad. stop ruining good things by having them drag on it's too forever. Much. It's too much. It's like, too much. I, I thought... It's the dumb Hollywood money-making machine. Which I understand, and as we've talked about, Disney and their corporate greed, I get it. But, yeah, to me, I was like, I don't know. Have you seen any images from it? There's no. like, I, I, I can already tell what they're going to do, because one of the toys, quote-unquote toys, is like a spork that has googly eyes and, like, pipe cleaner arms. And I get that they're going to be like, what constitutes a toy? Is this a toy? Do poor people, can they make their own toys? And is it really a toy? You know what I mean? I understand it's now going to be, like, a class thing, probably, that they're going to do. Which, like... An interesting story to tell, but... Bravo to them, but not through Toy Story Could you do it? Yeah. Could you not tell a different story? That's why I loved about Zootopia was, like, their kind of, like, racial underlying tones mm-hmm. of that whole movie. It was so fucking No, good. but yeah, exactly that. It's like, there are so many good stories to tell. If you want to tell a story about classism, We don't need to bring Woody it. and Buzz back. Precisely. Also, fucking Tim Allen is, like, so right-wing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't do that. Listen, don't I know. So, anyway, I just thought that that should be brought to our attention. Thank you, Keegan. And I feel negative feelings about it. I do, too. Not feeling great. Well, you guys, thank you for listening to our mini episode. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. If you have anything that you want us to talk about, if you have sister solidarity stories, coming out stories, um, any sort of listener mail, feel free to email us at neighborhoodfeminist questions. at gmail.com. Q&A questions, please. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Q&A questions. We're going to be doing an Ask Me Anything on our one-year anniversary. Do you know what day that is off the top of our head? I don't know what day it is. It's like mid-January. So mid-January, we'll give you a specific date next time we chat with you. Uh, we are needing questions from you guys. We want 
to have an entire full-length episode full of things that you guys want to know from us and things we can talk about. So we really are reliant on you, much like we were with our um, coming out episode. So Motherhood please, episode. Motherhood episode. Please send all that stuff in. We really, really appreciate you be helping us out a lot. Um, Keegan interrupted me during uh, my reciting of the email address. So you can email us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Yamp Podcast, Y-A-N-F Podcast. What the Sorry, fuck, Keegan? Sorry, I do spaced it. out. I totally spaced out. Wow. <laughs> Listen. Wow. Okay. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a group and a business page. Um, listen to us on Radio Public, you guys. We'd really, really appreciate it. It helps us out just by a few cents every time you listen. We greatly appreciate it. Totally. Um, um, and also, guys, I have gotten some messages about our... RSS feed not refreshing on Google. Really? So Google Play, they've done this to us before. We've had issues with them before with our um, feed not refreshing and being a few episodes behind. So if in the meantime you need something to listen on, we do suggest listening on Radio Public. It's a very easy platform to listen to. We are going to reach out to Google and try and figure out what the problem is there. Um, We've had this problem before. So I'm sorry if that's your preferred method of listening. And Yeah, you can also find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. We are pretty much anywhere. We're on Stitcher. Anywhere that you like to listen to your podcasts. So in the meantime, until you get back to your preferred method if you want to keep listening to us check us out there but we we will do everything that we can to get everything figured out totally so you guys thank you so much for listening and for raging with us and with that being said we encourage you to to rage rage on. on bye later Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.